0: I'm Charlie Taylor. I'm Ben Carter. I run hip-hop by the numbers on Twitter and Instagram. We use hip-hop statistics to highlight the bigger
1: picture. Oh, look at that. Mm. Smooth. And I am direct to the fifth element. My highlight fifth element hip-hop What's knowledge. All right, let's talk about it. Sting digits. So it's actually just like the the uh, just the de facto stance you just have to take with it. It's just like, come on, then, get out of the way. <laughs> uh, but yeah, in full disclosure, guys, um, we're kind of doing this in uh, a fair, in a in a place of just we didn't have time to collectively um, focus on something that required uh, the usual time that we usually put into this. Um, but you know. I feel like this is a good spot to do it since, um, you know, the storm has kind of died down for for lack of a better phrase. But before we get into that, hi, them. How's your week, then? What going you been to do this
0: week? Oh, uh, yeah, so This week, I listened to more albums than I thought. I listened to the Mino album, which I really enjoyed uh in the end the only skip i had was j cole's verse which was really surprising like <laughs> i didn't look uh, you know i came in here and criticized that that verse when it dropped um
1: you just don't get it right i don't
0: get it i don't i'm not rich i just don't get it every j cole <laughs> verse these days i'm like oh man i don't i'm not rich i can't i can't relate uh but yeah it was a great album it really was uh, the track with Dochi and fat man scoop was definitely a highlight Boss I mean, track. so good to hear fat man Scoop. Even though he was pretty, uh, he was pretty dulled down in that track. He didn't, he didn't go too crazy. There was no fat man scoop, crookland clan yelling out like craziness. But yeah, I enjoyed this album. Uh, it definitely sounded like there was some bounce music on here, um, some high energy stuff. It was, it was good. It was kind of exactly what I expected. SmiNo is one of the most diverse uh, hip hop vocalists in the game. Uh, you know, sometimes you're not even sure if it is SmiNo on the song. You're like, who is this person? Because his voice has just been changed so much and he doesn't do it with like studio trickery and auto-tune and pitching up and all that stuff. He just does it because he can. Like it's it's totally organic and authentic. Um, yeah, it was a great project. It was uh, it came out on the Friday morning in Sydney and it was like the sun was streaming into my, my window because we've just been getting rain constantly here for like the last two years uh, because of global warming, which is uh, climate change. But yeah, the sun was finally out, and it was the perfect condition to listen to the Smino album, and I put it on and just lay on my bed, and uh, yeah, it was a moment. It was, it was definitely a moment. Shea Noir, Shea Noir's got a new project out, uh, and it's brilliant, man. It really is. Um, I actually think this is her best project. She said that, I, I read a tweet that she recorded it like two years ago. Um, I'd have to find that tweet and just make sure that that's correct, but there's no shade production on this album. Uh, it all comes from other people. Um, but you know I think that the lyricism is by far the strongest part of this record you never know what direction Shay's going to go in and when she's up against like Benny or 38 special ransom like you know real heavy hitters real heavy hitters uh I'm excited to hear what she has to say I'm not I'm not fearful I'm not worried I'm not expecting the track to you know lose a little bit uh of lyrical dexterity or anything like that she has leveled up now to the point where she can hang next to literally anyone in the game and deliver something entirely unique and entirely on brand for her. And it's brilliant, it really is. Um, that track with 38 special is amazing. I really like that song. Great project, man, just check out Shane Noir. If, if you haven't checked her out yet, I don't know what you're doing, you're just sleeping. It's ridiculous, go check her out. Uh, the Baby Came Deluxe was decent, I thought it was good. I wasn't a massive fan of the Melodic Blue when it dropped anyway. Like, I'm not Baby Keem's biggest, you know, champion. I'm not... I thought the album was really good when it dropped, but, like, I haven't gone back to it. Um, But, yeah, the the Deluxe was good. There was a couple of good tracks there. The Uzi track was... I think Uzi was on that track. Um, What was that one? Uh, Pink Panthers. Maybe it wasn't Uzi. But that was a good song. It sounded like a wall of a wall of like sound sense. it was super intense, uh, yeah, that was good, um, and that was the way Deluxe should be, I think, our bank account was with Uzi was on there, uh, the track with Don Tolliver, Don Tolliver was pretty, you know what it sounded like, it kind of sounded like a track off After Hours, that song, like, like real aggressive synth, like amazingness, epicness, and I appreciated that, but yeah, that was pretty good, Wow, what else did I listen to? Duke Juice's album was a little bit disappointing. Um, I was kind of just expecting a crazy banger. Like, I was expecting to be hyped the whole way through. I've only listened to to it once. I'm going to listen to it again today when I go for a run. So it might be a completely different experience when I'm doing cardio or in a different situation. Uh, But I'm used to just loving everything Duke Juice puts out. So I don't know, I was just a little bit surprised that I didn't immediately gravitate towards it. And finally, Westside Gun, uh, ten H ten, however you want to slice it, um, say it. Yeah, i I mean, Westside Guns, say it. Westside Guns <laughs> not even saying it. So you know, because I, I like, and you know what, I really like oh that because someone like Westside Gun, I'm just expecting to just be like, oh, I don't care, like I'm just going to say it anyway, like you know, but he he didn't. He took it out. Like that shows to me he's aware and awake and. It kind of... I'll be real. We've, we've talked about this before. Like, just the discomfort around that word in general. And you never really know what the intention behind it is. Because I don't think... I mean, unless I haven't seen it in an interview. say Gun doesn't really talk about it that much. He doesn't really talk about why he's naming the series that much. Unless I missed it in, in an interview or
1: something. I, 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 I saw a tweet. So, paint grain of salt. But I... Saw that it was based on *The Devil Wears Prada*. Okay, see, so it's kind of a play on that. Yeah. So take that with take that information how you will. Well, I so think that's why I saw. I think him. That's I, found I think it. him
0: changing the name confirms to everyone that it's not because he loves that person. It's not because he's like idolizing him at all. He's not wedded to that at all. He just was like. Okay, you know I can't say that right now because of everything that's going on. I thought it was really respectful and really intelligent of Westside Gun to do that, and I'm I'm very appreciative of him actually not calling it that. i mean, it still is called that in like artwork and stuff like that, but he's clearly made a you know a conscious move to move away from that, which I appreciate. But yeah, the project's insane. It's it's really freaking good. Uh, the the guest list is wild as fuck. Super wild. I mean, he's got Blackstar on here and he's rapping after them and not making me, <laughs> not making me skip that's why I. Tw- you know what right. why you know, put that why you know I, exactly the of? you know exactly why I tweeted out I tweeted out the uh, like the the ad-lib analysis and afterwards I said I feel sorry for anyone who doesn't like WSG because this is an album of the year contender and I explicitly was talking to Charlie with the, that because
1: yeah, like, I saw, I, saw, I, was, I was thinking of responding yeah, like, was, you know what? there was, was no one else in the world
0: I was talking it. to that was pure straight to Charlie because you can have it you know, he just keeps co- co- corralling these guest lists that blow your fucking mind, bro. Stovegod cooks on a track with ASAP Rocky, and it worked. And Stovegod cooks was cooking on this, like he was heating the whole thing up. Um, and you only got twenty five point five percent of the lyrics came from Westside Gun, uh, and I honestly think that's the direction he's going to go in more. I think he's a brilliant curator from everything, from the artwork to the beats to the guests. the track listing like i think he's one of the best curators in the game and like he just pops in when he's needed and he's not always needed and i thought it was a brilliant project you know i don't think it's quite Prey for paris level um but it's definitely a worthy like part of this series definitely uh i feel like he takes more risks in these series and yeah this was a bit of a sonic risk getting some of these artists together but yeah, every track, hit man, the whole thing works. So yeah, I enjoyed that a lot. Well, that was me, Charlie, what about yourself?
1: Yeah, so I'll go into a few. Um, not as much as the past uh, three ish weeks. I've been I've been on a fucking tear the past like month or so. Fucking you I've been putting in work. Um but yeah, nice, no, some decent projects. Um Masani and the other guys, uh, Seasonal Veggies, volume one. Uh, solid project. Not much to say about it. Other guys coming through. Some good beats. Really enjoy their beats. Masani, some decent lyrics. Um, a little bit short. Uh, on on the on uh, on the on on the whole project itself as it's an EP. So you know, it's not supposed to be too long. But yeah, you know, it's it's, it's fine. It's a nice little uh, nice little thing to uh, kill you over for for a bit. Uh, thirteen minutes, five songs, not too long. So yeah, solid, solid, solid. Uh, Shane Noir, Last Remnants. Um, I think it, uh, the overriding. Uh, thing i come out of uh opinion i come out with their set with this album is just Noir kind of ha- has found this balance of just like of, of releasing where it's not stupidly long but it's not stupidly short either and everything just comes out a very very solid quality um and she just it, it, it's the, the uncompromising on that front is very interesting and uh kind of a hard balance to 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 toe you know what i mean there's plenty of advice that take years to do a work and sometimes it doesn't pan out and then there's some people that, po- that post there's some people that drop every you know every month or you know every every 3 months and it's just like okay just, you need to just sit because you you are doing too much but i feel like Shane Noir has found a really perfect balance um, she releases, you know, a couple of projects a year. I feel like that's a good, good medium uh, for her personally, and uh, the quality just does not dip. Um, even if, even if what you were saying before uh, pertains to her recordings were done years ago, um, it's still a dub to me. So um, shout out to her on that front. Uh, I don't know how you say this, but Gais Guevara, G H A I S Guevara, so shout to Mickey, who put me onto this. Um, this this is wild. This <laughs> so, okay, so it's, it's got some uh, this is some socialism rap. <laughs> you just don't you don't get that every day. Um, so is yeah, awesome. so, um, it's, it's 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 fucking out. it's fucking interesting. I'm i i I can't lie. It's very very fascinating album. Um, just uh, from the beats itself, you know, it's pretty solid on the production front. Nothing to shout at home about. But yeah, the lyrics. The lyrics are crazy. This is from a mimicry of the settlers. I'll read this, some of this, right? Power to the people, fuck you. The FBA feel like the FBI with the way they're trying to keep my folks away from the tribe. I'm eponymous to King of Op- pobo. feral to the monopoly that interfered to muzzle El Lobo. Uh. Jesus Christ, society, be, be the ho shit, the snare and the kick, or be hard enough to break the hypnosis, transatlantic typhus, identity crisis, diaspora warfare, kill without a license, kill without the effort, ten hut, yes sir, I disassociate to avoid all the gestures, the mean mugs, are best slurs, uh, tongue clicks, dances, mimicry of the settlers. Uh, well, oh, this one, this bit, this part is crazy. America shall suffer for the funding of the moolies that initiated genocide on Hutu and the Tutsi, NATO interferences, liberating Libya, living up to the expectations of serial murderers, Israelis protecti- protesting Russia on graves of Palestinians, red, white and blue coup uh, uh, coup on the Argentinians, weigh-ins on the Chileans, Storm the land on Bronco, Belgium should atone for the sins committed on Congo. No, that ain't a typo. (laughs) Government officials hoping that I let the mic go. Red tide won't calm until it hits AFRICOM. Do my dance when France gets hit with a couple bombs. (laughs) 1985, they couldn't leave us alone. 11 dead when the feds set fire to our homes. All you need is a shoulder to cry on. If that's a fact, then I'll be more than you ever could dream of. Like, just shit like that, bro. Outstanding. Just, like, there's so much there... That can just be that. Yeah, I feel. I feel like you guys should look up on like AfriCom, uh, Belgium, King Leopold, all that shit. Just do your and on that one bit. But fuck, just as bars go crazy, just you, you're never gonna listen to anything like that. I've, I, I don't know because, I don't, I don't get socialism bars in many places, especially in hip hop circles. Um, maybe in jazz, but yeah, I don't, I don't know. That's crazy. Uh, so I mean, I love for rent. I have a weird it's Smino's one of those artists right where I'm like where you know if it if he's put on the if he's put on the Orcs or whatever I probably won't clock it immediately that it's Smino um but even with that said uh I'm not going to skip it you know what I mean if someone puts put some Smino on I'm I'm most likely going to ask who's this even though I've probably listened to him he doesn't leave that much of an imprint on me personally um, I'm trying to think of another artist that does that. I'm sure there are, but I kind of—that's kind of the point of just—he's one of those artists that I can listen to. It's—it's a, it's, yeah, it's a decent album, right? It's a decent listen. There's some good stuff there. The um, Doichi, um, I don't know how you say her name, Doichi, 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 um, Do-I-Chi. Doichi. I just call her Doichi. I'm um, I'm I'm probably saying Do-I-Chi. wrong. And I apologize Do-Chi. If I am... Yeah, Doichi. Uh, yeah, yeah. Feel free to. Feel free, Dochi, to listen to the podcast and correct us, please. Um, yeah, and Fat Man Scoop as well. That's a solid track. Quite the best, definitely the, my favorite track out of the bunch. Um, but you know, it's it's solid. It's, it's a good album. But yeah, I just feel like uh, it's just one of those. This is a me problem. Like it's just one of those artists that don't really leave much of an imprint on me. Um, it, it, I kind of got Jid vibes at the beginning of the album, um, just from how it sounded and how he was rapping. Um, but yeah, you know it's cool. It's a cool album. I'm, you know, I'm sure plenty of people enjoy it. Um, enjoy Smino. So uh, yeah, shout out to shout out to that. Uh, Aaron May, outside looking in. That's an EP. I'm gonna change that. And uh, yes, yeah, so this is uh, four tracks from Houstonian uh, Aaron May. Really been uh, just one of those hidden gems that I like in, like listening to. Really enjoy listening to him. Um, got some good bars everywhere. Some good. Um, He's got some really good motivational um, just elements to him, which I really enjoy. Uh, what It Take and Where I'm From, especially uh, out of the four tracks. This is 11 minutes long. Uh, definitely top uh, top the uh, favorites for me personally. Really love the, um, uh, the the subject matter there. I love the production on third track as well, um, especially. Um, just some really, really nice stuff there. Uh, Marlo 3, uh, shout to LaRange, Celine Brigham coming through. Uh, with their third Marlowe album, and uh, yeah, man, just some strength to strength, man. Um, just some really just esoteric production, uh, from Laurentj, of course. Uh, with just the, hell to skelter beat sometimes, and uh, just <laughs> just these, old timey samples that I don't know if they're real or not because they just seem so, they seem so tailored. You know what I mean to the album. It's just like no, this this can't be. These, this can't be from like a classic film or something like that, but it sounds like it does. It sounds like it comes from a film film noir from the forties. Um, it's absurd, but um, yeah, good features. Uh, Blue and Joel Ortiz on uh, Royal. Shout out to Ramesh Ranganathan uh, on a, on Roms audition. Uh, uh, just absolutely, just just bars up on that one. Really good stuff. Uh, but yeah, man, and obviously Salem Brigham. Um, just uh, I've always loved his uh, uh, just way of rapping is very unique uh he's got a very unique flow to him i love his voice um some great stuff on there yeah some really good stuff shout out to milo 3 uh definitely one for the album long list and um i think lastly is uh, the brother moves on which is a band called it, it, it has a dollar sign at the start and then a slash and then called he who feeds you dot dot, dot owns you uh which is Deep as shit, just to just to say. Um, so yeah, I think this group comes out of South Africa, if I remember if I remember correctly. Um, it comes off of Native Rebel Recordings, uh, which is Shabak Hutchins' label, and um, yeah, this is some really really fascinating music, really fascinating jazz music. Um, I think this is consists of five guys or six, um, and um, I, I something that really uh, takes me takes me back. Um, for the album itself is that uh, there's a lot of multiple men singing and I don't know how often we get that. Um, I don't get it often um, in any circles. I There's any circles of listening to music, especially in jazz. Um don't get it in hip-hop, of course. Um, may get in R&B in places, but, um, you know, there's no, there's not many groups like, you know, New Edition or Jodeci from back in the day, right? Not many of those anymore. So, yeah, it's kind of interesting. It's kind of uh, unique in this sense, um, in recent times in contemporary music, of having just multiple men crooning. Um, and on top of that, it's just some really powerful uh, jazz music, um, kind of got this band element going on um it gives off gives off that kind of vibe a little bit of rock in there a little bit a little sprinkle of rock in there, um, but it's mainly jazz um so yeah, some really good stuff there, some nice nice horn solos uh sprinkled in between and uh yeah man, very interesting album um' seeing a i'm just gonna be crude to say a foreign language, um so just go with the vibe because you uh, you might not get the lyrical content um as I did, but um, you know as vibes go as music goes that's all universal to us. Um outstanding, of course, and uh very good stuff. Alright. With well, that said, we shall be into our topic of this episode. Um I'm thinking of naming this actual episode um something something poetic because um calling it a DITD bias is a bit uh, it feels a bit redundant uh for for especially what it is is one conversation and not set and not a few, which we usually do on bytes. Um, so yeah, my name is um, might be one of those special episodes where it's just named, um, named in a certain way, and not and not, not after an artist or a contemporary cool or a DITD. But it's just one of those conversations we have. Um, but yeah, I'm talking about Kanye, and um, when it comes to boy, um, well, we're talking about obviously Kanye West and everything. That's come on in the whole in the full month and the question of is this the most self-destructive month that any public figure has done to themselves um it's definitely up there um but past that kind of trivial question i wanted to kind of lay out a foundation of how african-americans especially um do this have this um because this ain't what kanye's been saying is while it is a minority opinion, it's not solely him, and you know, obviously in my mind, I'm sure in Ben's mind as well, it is a wrong statement to think that Jews own everything. You know, all the conspiracy theories that come that come out of it, that have come out of it, um, recently, Kyrie Irving have come has come out with some out of this batshit six minute uh, press conference after a game uh where he recently retweeted like a movie um that dealt with these conspiracies and you know eh you know so Kyrie's one of those a lot as well but I wanted to kind of start with just the fact that African American distrust, I'll say, in uh in the Jewish race because saying Jew is a very broad term. Are you meaning race? Are you meaning religion? Uh, there, there are a couple of others, right? So saying that as a whole is, in, in an intellectual sense, um, basic and very bare bones and doesn't really help the conversation. Saying Jews, what do you mean by that, right? Um, it's the same way where, you know, I can say Free Palestine, which I have done on WAX before, um, and people think that's anti-Semitic, inherent, inherently anti-Semitic because... I'm anti-Israel, you know, it's just, it's not, it's not, it's not about Jewish people in that kind of sense, it's Israel and what they're doing, just because a majority of them are Jewish doesn't mean I want the Jewish religion or race to go in the bin, you know what I mean, that's, that's, that's that's where we're at, we don't, we can't have the intellectual conversations, Um, and clearly because Kanye doesn't read, he can't have intellectual conversations, because he doesn't, he hasn't done his necessary education on it. He's been listening to Candace Owens and hilariously enough she won't even have him on her show now because the block is hot <laughs> to use a to use a uh, to use a, uh, a, a hip hop term. Um The block is hot for him and he can't even get on the person that he's been kind of just uh uh, uh what's the word? Uh taking info from and getting inspired to talk like this um but even that said i feel like i'm copying him out and i'm trying not to um but yeah i kind of wanted to set that foundation of um you know while his opinions are obviously wrong and we hear we we hear at the fifth M podcast network uh detest uh the words that uh, kanye has spoken in the past month and uh <laughs> now we have got that uh, uh uh usual stuff out the way um we could talk frank And uh, I guess uh, I don't know where you want to begin, Ben, on that front. Um, I just wanted to set that very loose foundation (laughs) of several things, of several kind of parameters, you know, and just uh, where we stand collectively. And, uh, you know, that I you have to be aware, I believe, have to be aware that these aren't these thoughts haven't come out of nowhere. You know, these thoughts have lasted for a, a while you know, it's not just uh, re- it's not just a recent occurrence. That's all I wanted to get out of there, set the foundation for anyway. I think
0: Kanye's, uh... I mean, I understand that and I hear that. And, you know, I've, I've listened to Jay Electronica. I've, I've listened to Jay-Z. I've listened to... Yep, there you go. Nothing but wrong. this is like, this man has a fascination, Kanye West, with Hitler. Like, as a whole other there's nothing really there that you could possibly defend and anyone who's attempting to defend him at the moment is getting blitzed and uh, i don't know how far how he's fallen this far I just i'm perplexed i'm genuinely perplexed as to why he's saying these things um you know i've i watched the I watched the Trap Law Ross video. It was three and a half hours on the breakdown of their marriage and Kanye and Kim. The and fuck?
1: Oh, right. Okay. Why? What? Three and a half hours? Three and
0: a half hours, bro. Three and a half hours. Uh, that's what he does, man. That's what this man does. Trap Law Ross. He he just Jesus Christ. goes the frick in and he doc- documented the entire relationship. Um, And around 20... You know, around when Kanye had that breakdown on stage... And the time when he like teed up Jay-Z for their kids not hanging out enough. And he really started to lose control. At one point, he got up on stage. And I think it was during a a campaign speech or something. And saying that when Kim called him to tell him that she was pregnant, he thought he'd given her a sexually transmitted disease. He actually was on stage. I'm not even going to repeat what he said because it was just too... You can't say that. You you just can't. And this was around twenty twenty eighteen, I think twenty twenty nineteen. Uh, some of the stuff he was saying, like I'm not, I'm, I say all that to say I'm not surprised he's saying things like this now because he has genuinely been saying stuff like this in different directions uh, for about four years now, and I don't think he's been getting called out the way he should have been getting called out. There's been some really really damaging things he said towards Kim, towards his kids, towards Pete Davidson. Uh, just some really horrific stuff that should never have been allowed to fly, should never have been defensible. But his fans have just rallied to his defense every single time. Um, I don't know what's happening. Like I, I it, There are people in the world I know who say the wildest stuff just to get a reaction. Um, I don't think Kanye's doing that. <laughs> I really don't. I don't think he's saying... the the darkest crazy I mean he's not a comedian he's not Dave Chappelle up there you know at least as much as we we don't defend Dave Chappelle's transphobia and, and like his obsession with it I don't understand what's going on with him if you were to have some defense of it you could like it would be a very 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 thin line and very big reach to say that Dave Chappelle is just purely doing it you know to get laughs at this point Kanye is not a comedian you can't even use that defense you can't say anything it's just I, it's perplexing i've never seen any you're right and i'm i'm stuttering and stammering because even though i've been living with this for the last like six months and reading all these words that he's been saying and listening to interviews I'm still perplexed i still it doesn't make any sense to me i don't understand why someone who hasn't displayed behavior like this up until 2016 2017. You know, it's been a solid five or six years now of him doing stuff like this. Someone around him must have just—I uh, don't, don't, don't know, man. It just not make sense to me. It's sad. I'm, I'm finding it really sad.
1: Now, I, I didn't watch the um, Genius uh, documentary uh, three part No, I didn't watch a few it either. Uh, How many months ago? Um, but I was always—I've always nobody. Nobody's mentioned that documentary um uh in this in this discourse from what I've seen and I find that interesting because I I can't fathom the and I'm kind of with you on that where I can't really fathom where how he just got to this point uh so quickly (laughs) right and we 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 know people have uh we, we know there's many people that have changed right in uh people can change in a quick space right people can change in a long term space and the long term space is uh you know y- y- when it comes to that you can kind of see the you can see the through lines coming through um if someone if someone was ch- changed from this place to 10 years later and they're a completely different person their values are different etc cetera, etc cetera, Um you can kind of see where they go from it how they get there to reference someone like Candace Owens, actually, since I mentioned her before. Um, she was, I think, part of the NA- NAACP, if I remember correctly, right? She was a you know, she yeah, was she one the, she, she switched
0: it like. up. She switched up in a big she way. She switched it
1: up. She switched the fuck up, right? And the overriding reason for that was just because she's a grifter, right? And you know, that's kind money. of just the that yeah. It make being right wing makes you money. I feel like America being
0: especially. being right wing and African American like that's a whole. Oh yeah, it's a whole you are a special breed. You <laughs> like you know that's why some of the stuff Candace Owens, it's it's so damaging. It's so nasty because you're just going to get the white rednecks who are like, look, see, black people feel this way. Like just be, they do it. You know what they do it in Australia. There's these two yeah, indigenous absolutely so. absolutely like so. people in. Uh, one of them's in parliament and the other one, I forget what his role is, but he's like an indigenous elder and they're super right wing. So they oppose pretty much any kind of positivity for indigenous people. Like we're trying to get an indigenous voice.
1: Australia day unironically.
0: Exactly. And so you get all the right wingers just being like, well, look, these indigenous people feel so all indigenous. And it's just like, Oh fuck me. Like it's so damaging. Yeah.
1: Right. So uh I wanna get past this particular conversation because I feel like it's easy to just get very lost you in the Just drag into someone's all episode. Yeah. <laughs> um yeah, exactly. Um not even that, but just this uh, just this point that I know that we've kind of we're kind of uh, scratching at and I just wanna just rip the band aid off to make this point and then we'll move on to more uh, to more Kanye related things. Um so on What's Good especially I've been talking about uh in the past few weeks um, past month or so i've been talking about how to restructure um the conversations about people like this right as you are as most of you i'm sure are aware we have a uh, first british asian prime minister here in the uk rishi sunak and um, he's conservative right and he'll most likely and people keep saying the term uh, a new broom when he's the old, he's he's the old broom just Happens to be Hindu, right? Um, And that's kind of where the conversation has to evolve to, where it's not just because he's not, just because he's a different colour from the people that have been uh, prime minister for since the dawn of time, doesn't mean his policies are going to be, you know, enforcing, I don't know, everyone to to celebrate Diwali or something. You know what I mean? It's not going to be like that. It, race doesn't make uh, the race doesn't serve a purpose um, until someone mentions it against them, right? And it's like, oh no, how can you say that? How can you say that? That's why, you know. Um, actually, I won't say it, it's, it's, I'll get too deep in that, but there needs to be a restructuring of how we conversate about these things, where um, it's where it's because right wingers are now weaponizing that. They're weaponizing the race card basically yeah. they' literally yeah. they're literally using the race card as an uno reverse card and go reverse my per- my my person in this conversation is is yeah. is, uh, is black it's, it's like, wild yeah it doesn't it doesn't serve so it' do- it doesn't serve a purpose anymore, so we need to evolve our conversation and the intersections when it comes to in this case politics and race right so I just wanted to get that out of the way and quickly get out of that get up this hole. So, back to Kanye. Um I Okay, easy question. To to just bring us right back on track. Do you find it acceptable to listen to his music anymore? For you personally. I won't say I won't make you make a statement that nobody should listen to his music, but are you going to listen to his music in the future? Yeah. Yeah, I put Watch
0: the Throne on the other day when we were in the workshop. Um, you yep. know, I the way that I feel about it is that when Kanye made that music, uh He Look, I think what I'd be scared of is if all of this stuff was coming... I am a little bit scared that some of this stuff is coming out from behind the scenes where people knew about this, and now all of a sudden they're saying, well, Kanye said this in 2018. I'm like, okay, cool. Why didn't you tell us about that in 2018, bro? Like, We needed Mm -hmm. to know that shit. If he's been saying this for four years, but at the other side of it is Kanye is so outspoken that uh, I don't think he would have been hiding really awful damaging beliefs for 15-20 years so I still feel confident that the Kanye that made Watch the Throne Murder to Excellence, the Kanye that made you know, Jesus Walks uh, all those legendary tracks uh, was a different Kanye to the one that we're seeing now and I don't feel any kind of negativity listening to that music Um, so I don't have any issue with listening to old Kanye music, one I do struggle to listen to now is I don't think I'll ever listen to Donda again, um, because obviously putting DeBaby and Marilyn Manson on the on the same song, pretty much anything after Ye, twenty eighteen, I'm struggling with because that's when he really started to do really damaging things within his family unit and saying things that were weaponizing or like em- empowering his his fan base. To be critical of Kim, to be critical of the mother of his child, to be like there was so many negative things he started doing, and I probably won't even listen to Ye that much. But anything pre Yay, I'm pretty comfortable listening to. To be fair,
1: that's the thing, right? Um, I uh, I saw a headline that said uh, he was actually going to name uh, Yay uh, something Hitler related. I was just th- I was just thinking, damn, that would have been a whole different album. <laughs> <laughs> off the just off the face, it was the same tracks, but just a different name i don't know how to feel about that um
0: but it would have come out of left field that one because imagine if you just named it that and we didn't back then we didn't know he was saying these things or feeling this way so we would have been like
1: what you know what you know what that actually takes us to a very interesting space i want to wade into right quick enabling right and the concept of enabling and um you know, some I meat writers, there's some meat writers, there's some, <laughs> some holy <laughs> shit. I didn't want to. Some, didn't want to even, Kanye's want DNA to so is
0: within that. some people in the industry right now. They are
1: slurping on that milkshake, man. <clears throat> okay, um, well Ben makes a joke, and I'm happy. Want to get into the joke? I'll say something serious for the for the for for the meat uh, uh, for, quickly, and then and then we can go into that. But um, I understand that there are people in not just the music industry, but film industry, uh, TV industry, any media, um, any industry where there is supposedly a meritocracy because just um, just want to say they're not a meritocracy a lot of the time. No. Most of them are based on nepotism it's
0: not and based on who you know. Capitalism is an yeah, meritocracy. If you think that reason. capitalism is there a you meritocracy, right. you're an idiot. Right. Yeah.
1: So get out of the way. Get get that uh get out of the way. So um because of all that, uh you sometimes people have to hide shit. Right? Take Weinstein, for example, that went on for fucking decades, right? And I'm sure there are plenty of other examples that haven't been uncovered yet. R. Kelly went right? on for a long time. R. Kelly, perfect example, went on a fucking deck and even worse on that front the flags were there oh yeah the flags were very clear there but people just kept fucking with it and that's kind of not to conflate um kanye and r kelly right because it's a bit no. different um in that sense i don't want to i don't want to combine but i'm gonna go ahead and combine in some sense um hey man i, I when you were talking about the you know if you listen and you kind of made a, a, you know, a subjective cut off, I would say. Right. And in my opinion, I'm just like, you know, even if he even if we never knew that he was saying this shit, maybe he would. I don't know. Can we can we can we can we actually say that he wasn't saying this shit in 2003? It's unlikely. It's unlikely. But we don't know. Right. But I think and I think
0: just, just on that point, look, the way that I always feel about this stuff is there were too many woke people fucking with Kanye who wouldn't have fucked with Kanye. like they would have known this is gonna blow up at some point in the future. Look when Jay-Z stopped fucking with him. he f- stopped right, right around the time when Kanye really kind of lost control of things. and I, you know, there were people who were controlling their narrative very, very strongly. The Kardashians is a brand, bro. That is a brand that is meant to be pop mainstream. Yep. They would never have yep. gotten into bed with Kanye yep. West if he I was mean, gonna blow it
1: up like this. I mean, but I, I, I like. I mean, I've I'll say this um, for for the point I'm about to make. I have personally been off Kanye since. Since the, since that since that particular breakdown that you mentioned before, when he was like uh, attempting to run for president, and then at the same time had the had a fucking mental breakdown and um and just out in a lot of very uh, very sensitive information, um, I kind of hopped off on that point because I was just like, I don't I don't feel right enabling this this person that's clearly just off the rails at that point. Um, we don't know, and I don't want to speculate that if he's off the rails now, he might be completely clear-headed at this point. I have mm. no idea, and I don't want to get and I don't want to wade into those particular mental health waters uh, for the sake of this conversation and for the sake of time, right? But that's when I hopped off, right? So in terms of this timescale, I hopped off pretty early, right? And um, at that point, the Kardashians were still fucking with him, okay? Um, and as you said, Jay Z stopped fucking with him at a certain point. But I don't think they operate, and this is coming back to the original point I was making. Some people don't operate on the base of morals. Some people don't operate on the base of me- uh, of um, ethics. And the overall point I wanted to get to, pertain to all this, is that he said he has said he has said some disparaging shit um, to. Um, to to people of his own kin, racially, right? And companies didn't hop off him. Kardashians didn't hop off him. I Um, want to speak about that because a lot of people have
0: been talking about his anti-blackness and saying that it's only until Kanye was anti-Jewish that he was being cancelled and anti-Semitic. Right. I need someone to explain that to me fully, what his anti-blackness has been because as someone who's not black... It's hard for me to understand or like to pick up on the nuances and the subtleties of that. Um, I would definitely need, if you have any ideas or you have any concept of that, then I think that would be really valuable to know.
1: Yeah, Um, I will uh, do some Googles on that front. Uh, cause I I can't I can't think of a specific example. Um, which I'm assuming you want. Um, so I'll do some I'll do some lookups. Uh, for very quickly to I mean, bro, f- what am I thinking of? Slavery was a choice, bro. There you go. Oh yeah, of
0: course. <laughs> no, no, no. Look, I'm not saying that that stuff is. I mean, the George Floyd stuff is is fucking. How can we forget overt the <laughs> Black Lives Matter stuff is overt, but people have been saying that he's been like this for a really long time.
1: Uh... Right. So what does that say? Is that, is that, what does that say about him or the people around him or the entire ecosystem that this of the, uh, that this, um, industry, quote unquote, is holding? Like, what, what's, what's the, what's the, what's the overriding, I mean, we know the overriding answer here, money. Yeah. As long as they make money and as long as they don't fuck up the bread and fuck up the cash for everybody else, it's all good, right? But. I don't know, man. Like, it, it, you, you, I, I, like I said, I hopped off him before he even said that slavery was a choice shit, uh, and then he said that, and I was just like, well, I mean, I'm off him, but I don't know about you lot. Like, I feel like you guys should hop off him right now. Um, that's my recommendation, but nobody went with it. Uh, people had instead, I don't know, just I, I forget the overriding conversation uh, for 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 that for that time, but it it what it didn't, it clearly didn't do much. Until until now, and now it's used as a comparison to his anti-Semitism compared to his anti-blackness, and I think the point I, I feel like needs to be made here, Ben, um, to answer your question or your uh, or your request, so to speak, is that there's just less worth in that because you know we can make the we can have the conversation about. Um, Overall hip hop music and how some of it can be, um, let's just say, manipulated, right? To be some somewhat anti black. Um, and, you know, that's a deep, that's a very deep sociological conversation. Yeah, that's a big that I'll one. Try, one that I'll try to find a not weighed into. There's not really an um, answer to that one. Clearly, either. yeah, but clearly, yeah, it's, it's not. That's, that requires research and grants and shit. So if anyone wants to give me 500K to put some work in, I'll go for it. Um, but as I try and charge up my battery uh, on my laptop, um, yeah, they're clearly anti-blackness is is not a deal breaker, and I feel like that's where some people have come on this conversation. And I mean, it, it, it's, it's it's saying a lot um, on that front, and I feel like a lot of that is kind of irrespective of Kanye, even though he obviously is the lightning rod in this case um it is a it's a separate conversation i'll say um but i feel like it's a worthy one to have um if you have any response to that let me know but um, yeah i think when you
0: jump in and start talking about nazism and hitler and like now we're in a yep. whole other lane uh this isn't yeah. you know now we're talking about someone who committed genocide you know someone who the, the there seems to be a level that you get to where you're completely gone. It doesn't matter. And it seems not just to be Kanye-specific. It seems to be kind of across the board. You can kind of say some wild stuff up to a point. And then when you step over that line, that's game over. You can say the wildest crap up to that point. I mean, Candace Owens has been saying some wild stuff. But when we spoke about Candace Owens and Nazism and Hitler... And I Googled her and looked her up about what she said. She was like uncategoric about it. She's just like Hitler was a psychopath and I do not support anything he ever did or said or I I don't support. Like that's the line. You can't go past that line. As soon as you go past that line and just keep overstepping it, then you're going to get eviscerated. I mean, that is one of the like, worst things in human history, one of the worst things that humans have ever done, and it's attributed to pretty much to a single individual. Now, when you come out of support of that individual, when you come out in support of genocide, of that kind of, of that ilk... That's game the fuck over, bro. Like, there's no nuance in that conversation. There's no wiggle room. There's no, yeah, but, or maybe he meant, or yeah, but he's kind of speaking, on. there's literally nowhere to go. And you're seeing Kanye fans, Kanye defenders, just running around and around in circles, just being like, like, watching the throne is done. They're like, we can't, we're done, we can't, we can't keep posting new Kanye content Because we can't possibly support this man anymore. It's just not working. And the other side, like you were talking about enablers. I'm very curious as to what's going on at the moment. Uh, I don't know what's happening around Kanye. Why someone that he... You know, Nori said, and I will talk about drink champs in a second. Because people were trying to put drink champs on the hook for this whole thing. I'm I'm never going to accept that. But... Nori said, when I talk to Kanye in the last couple of years, when I've given him advice, he's listened to me and he's acted on my advice. And Nori said, I thought I could control that interview because I thought Kanye listens to me. And, he, and Nori said, within the first five minutes of that interview, I realized I had
1: no control whatsoever. And he said... And I, what did I say to you after after you told me about that? What? I said the interview should have ended five minutes after that. And Nori,
0: and again, I'm going to shoot Nori some bail here because Nori did say in that interview, he said, "I am." he's been saying this for three, four, five years. He's like, I'm trying to be a journalist. I want to be in media. I want to be considered a journalist. And he said, I made the decision and it was a mistake. It was the wrong decision to publish what Kanye said. He said, I thought as a journalist, I should be publishing what he said, um, because he said it. He said it to me in an interview. Sure. And sure. Nori does check him repeatedly in that interview. People were really critical of Nori. They didn't watch the interview. They just did not watch it. Like, And this whole sure. thing about Drink Champs getting Kanye up there and getting him drunk so he'd just say, wild wow, shit, that's a narrative that it's got no legs whatsoever. Kanye would say, wild wow, shit, it doesn't matter what time of day. It doesn't matter how much alcohol he has in him. And that's what Drink Champs is. Kanye's a grown adult. Drink Champs has probably hundreds of episodes at this point of like respected rappers going up there and telling wild freaking stories. I mean, that's the point of the show. Like, I'm all for being respectful and understanding people and not saying damaging, awful, like anti Semitic, racist, bigoted things. I'm all for that. But that, Drink Champs is just telling stories, it's just people getting drunk going up there and telling stories. And it's not Drink Champ's fault. It's Kanye's fault. Don't try and palm the blame off. And that's part of that enabling that I'm talking about. Part of that making excuses for. Part of, yeah, but he was drunk. Or, yeah, but this happened. Or, yeah, but that person let it. No, 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 no. Like, take some accountability and personal responsibility. Is it, it doesn't? There's no one else to blame at this point. There can't be anyone else to blame. Like, I don't even blame the enablers, man. I don't even blame the people like Consequence who come out and support him and say, "Oh, I still support Yay." Like I'm not, I can't blame that person. Like I think it's hilarious and I think it's really ridiculous. Like there's a point where you just have to say, even though you know this man brought me into the game and I'm probably still eating off him, I can't support this, man. I can't. I can't support this. Like you've got to have some self-respect. Like come on now. But yeah.
1: Ben, how dare you? Consequence is his own man. Uh,
0: um, yes, yeah, same, yeah. As, same as a couple of other people that we know are their own men, even though they're not really, but anyway.
1: Yeah. Um. So, you got to the Drink Champ stuff, and uh, I do Uh, want to, I guess, push back on that because... Um, I mean, I I have always I've always found the concept of drink chance to be a bit jarring. Um, I know that some uh, some artists or people that have gone on there have like requested, you know, to or well, most of them have requested, you know, cut some stuff out because like, that's a bit wild. Da, da, da. And just the concept of drink and just getting drunk on camera, I don't know, Just just I find that a bit find that a bit uh, jarring. Um, but regardless, it works alcohol culture everything blah, blah, blah. um so well yeah while i wanted to um uh, while i wanted to get into drink champ stuff i wanted to just go back to the beginning of what you were talking about um talking about obviously enabling and just uh, and, and stuff like that um again doesn't there come a time where you just have to just let someone be like and uh, I'll say that. Let uh, me I'll say so,
0: Let me say one thing because what you said then just really sparked something. And I, I remember having a conversation with someone a couple of weeks ago about this and I've known a lot of people with borderline personality disorder and okay. I said to this person because they said, do you think Kanye has borderline? I said, I have no idea what Kanye has but I've certainly known people who have said wild, wild things to me like things... Not as not in the same realm as like not in the same part of Kanye, but just as crazy to me personally. Like set like accuse me of things, or and I cut them. I cut them, even though they were people that I loved. Two of two of them in particular, I I adored those people and I wanted them in, but they weren't my family. They had their family. They had people who had to be there, protect them. Like there is a circle around these people in life that I think. Right should always be there and there's been times when the the people haven't had that circle around them so i've tried to be that circle but i'm not their family so i can't possibly do it i i've tried but i can't because i don't unconditionally love them you know i don't so i've had to cut them and you're right i've had to say i'm done like I have to, and I don't think that's going to change their behavior. I'm pretty sure those people are still doing and saying the things that they were doing and saying when I was close to them. I don't think losing me Maybe. has changed them at all. So I think you're right. I think there comes a point where there's, it doesn't matter. You have to cut that person. It, being around them is enabling them, loving them and caring for them unconditionally when you're not part of their family unit is enabling them because it's just giving them this validation like they don't need anyone else they've got these people so i say all that to say like you know i just wanted to say that um i don't know why but like it just it struck something with me because i was talking to someone about kanye about this specifically and saying that this is the time when everyone should be distancing themselves you know and that's sad and we think as a as a society who supports people who are struggling with mental health conditions that we have to support everyone who's struggling but people have to want to help themselves you know people have to want to actually do something it doesn't seem like Kanye seems interested in that at all like at this point if you're standing around him still at the moment you're going to be catching strays left right and center like it's just not it's not safe for you it's not healthy for you
1: right and i kind of want to not dispel a narrative, but just like respond to a narrative that, um, you know, all of this action on Kanye, um, monetarily, uh, and otherwise, um, has been so swift, right? And people throw up a lot of other names where it's just like, this person still, it's like, and adidas used it was literally a nazi brand at one point and it's like you know to to make to make a to compare things constantly um i feel is just a bit uh a little bit pointless um because instead of that we could instead be Using, I, I don't know if this sounds crude, but I'll say it anyway, and we'll we'll decide we'll decide when I finish with it. Um, decide that we can use Kanye as a, again as a foundation to say, all right, you know, we're here now, we're here. He's fucking up everybody's bag, okay? And that in 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 whether you want to say it from a from an ethical, from a moral, or from what most of them are a capitalistic perspective. They've come off, okay. Now let's just use, let's try that. Let's try that as a baseline for other things, okay. And the world doesn't go around like that. That's not how the world works, unfortunately. Bad people. Funny enough, people worse than Kanye in the world, ladies and gentlemen, and they still go off scot free is a way of life. And uh, not to be pessimistic about it, but yeah, that is that is what it is. Bad people. Um, uh, live out their live out their days, um, you know, and uh, probably, um, for the greater good. Should, but it is what it is, right? So to make those, uh, 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 what was one of them? Epstein, to be honest, like that was another one. It's like, oh, none of the uh, people in Epstein's book have been arrested, and I'm just like, okay, a little bit of a little bit of a larger case there, is it not? Like <laughs> a little bit larger, little little. A little bit big um, of, a, of a of a of a of a of a task uh, to get out on that one. So you know, I wanna, not I not I, I mean I I'm not in the American justice system, but you know, anecdotally it's not great. So I don't really you know see much hope on that front. But you know, this is different. Kanye is not committing crimes. That's another thing we should say. He's not committing crimes. He's committing. Very. I mean, hate speech. speech. Hate speech is a crime, I'm, is it not? But well, okay, sure. Yeah, hate speech. Is, there you go. Hate speech. Yeah. All right. I'll retract that. Hate speech is a crime. So you know, technically, he's a committed a crime, and monetarily, he suffered for it. Do you guys want him to go jail? Uh, what's the What's the end result there? What do you want from that? That's another question I want to ask people that go kind of making this. And again, um, not again, but on the other point you were making. Uh, for uh, going back to the drink champ stuff. Um, again, I I I still hold up the fact that you know you can check him as long as you want, but I just you know, bro, those clips were the clips. I'm sorry, <laughs> those clips are bad. Um, you, you know, if they will take, you can you can make a case for well, you have made the case for the exta- uh, the from out of context, and there was plenty much more of the interview. That I'm sure um, he was checking them on. I've seen a few of those as well. I haven't seen, oh, full disclosure, I haven't seen the whole thing. I don't have three hours of my time to give to that. Thank you very much. Um, but, you know, he, he there, there were attempts made, and I'll take that into account. But again, there just comes a point where you just got to lock that shit off. You just got to stop. You know I mean, and I just feel that three hours of talking is just not, that's just not it chief I'm sorry that's that's just too long just just if you if you if you check him several times um and he's still going, you gotta set a cut off um not to not to make this um again i'm I'm expanding this a little bit so um i'll I'll try and reel myself in but this concept of freedom of speech right oh he's going there oh here we go <laughs> this concept of freedom of speech right. Um, it's a right that everyone should have, okay. But there's a difference between having the having the 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 purest notion of it. Say what say whatever the fuck you like with no consequences, okay. That shouldn't that shouldn't be the tip, okay. And that isn't the tip. You can't just say whatever you want to say, and, and a lot of people say on social media is like. So you have the you have the right to say what you want, and I have the right to criticize you. That's the circle a lot of people go around, right? And sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. But you know, there comes a point where you just um, you know, the 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 hear 'em out crowd. You know what I mean? Just just hear 'em out. You know what I mean? Just uh, let's 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 make it. Let's have them make their point. He's made the point, bro. He's made the point. He's made the point several times. You you said before we begun, like uh, there's not really much he can say at this point. <laughs> you know what I mean? He's he's he said he said uh, the the he's given us the cliff notes of what he of what he's saying. Okay, right? I feel feel like we've got a collective understanding of where he's at. So with that said, and I'm not saying shut him up. Um, I'm not saying send him to jail or nothing like that. Um, I mean on the hate speech front, I don't know what the American laws are on that front, but yeah, um. If he's knocked off on Twitter, if he's locked off on IG and social media, that's fine by me, because those are private entities and not harbours of free speech. Stop giving these companies so much power, um, even though you are not even don't even have the power to do that, but you're kind of giving them the power to, to say all that. Um, you're, you're giving them way too much credence on that front, okay? But, you know, we said, uh, well, well the, we said the German said back in the day, let's hear them out. Let's hear him out. And they did hear him out. You're saying some and wild then,
0: stuff on this app.
1: <laughs> they they Jeez, said that. Man. And, uh, you know, they, and it, gets to, it gets to a point. You know what I mean? That's all I'm saying. It gets to a point where, you, where you're hearing them out for too long. And people are just getting indoctrinated at that point. You know what I mean? Well, Would- it's it's a, so, it's know, a massive I just, it, no i agree it with you there has to be you. a point to stop that's all i'm saying i
0: agree with you and it's it's been becoming a massive problem in australia with our journalism where when our prime minister was scott morrison he was like objectively lying like objectively lying constantly exactly. and journalists were reporting what he said without any like discussion around it they would just be like scott morrison said this and that would be the headline even though it was it was objectively untrue, it was a liar, And there was this, uh, this meme that was floating around about journalism saying that um, if someone tells you it's raining outside and someone tells you it's not, and as a journalist you look out your window and it's raining, you don't report both sides of the story You report the side (laughs) that's true. You don't say,
1: well, this person said it's not raining. Or you say, some people have said it's not not raining. You have to
0: say it is raining. Like, the whole point was you can definitely say this person has said it's not raining if you want. But you have to say it is actually raining. And I think a lot of the journalists are getting really tripped up at the moment where they're taking this, like, back-off, hands-off approach. Like, hey, man... I didn't it's got nothing to do with me. I'm just the vessel. I'm just, just, yeah, exactly. I'm, just I'm the just outlet. Supporting. You see it all the time on outlet. hip hop outlets on it on every level of journalism. I mean, you look at the hip hop outlets and what they're what they're reposting and reporting on at the moment, and it's just it blows my mind. And so I do think we needed one interview that's three hours long or four hours or five hours or whatever where Kanye just said whatever he was going to say we needed one because we needed to know like when the shop were like well we're not publishing our interview because Kanye said some wild shit what wild shit is that? like should I be concerned? should I should I stop supporting this man? I need to know like when they when uh, I think it was Van Latham or the person at TMZ when Kanye said the slavery was a choice thing and came out and said yeah Kanye and I don't want to, it might not have been Van Leith I haven't Googled this, but someone it was Van Lathen, yeah. okay it came out and said it was about the Hitler thing with the album, right?
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, he yeah. was the guy that checked him initially, so yeah. yeah. Yeah,
0: and so he's come out and said, well, Kanye wanted to name his album Hitler. And I'm like, fam, you should have told us that. Why didn't you tell us that? Like, we need to know that this man is saying and thinking these things because we've been supporting him for over three years since that happened. I wouldn't have been he supporting not. him. I wouldn't have been tweeting about him. I wouldn't have been promoting you know. him. Like so we do need one interview like that. We do. But that's where it ends. And I think where Nori got super tripped up was Kanye's going to get that interview from someone. It doesn't have to be from Drink Champs. It could it's going to be from Andrew Tate or it's going to be you, from
1: You got it from You got it from Tucker Carlson. P- Piers it Morgan,
0: it's going to be yeah. some right wing nut job that's going to be like oh yeah we'll get him on yeah. and he'll say this wild stuff and we'll be totally stoked with it so it didn't need to be nori and he made bro, but it, even
1: Fox News cut some bro. of that shit
0: <laughs> Nori made a cash catast- I mean? Nori made a catastrophic error bro and you Fucking had to delete up. that episode and i feel for him Fox man Fox News bro I feel for him but like yeah man i th- so, i do think we yeah. need to we need to hear these perspectives not not because we need them in the discourse, not because they right. need to be discussed. Thank you. Yep. We need them because we need to know who the fuck to stop. You know, as Charlemagne said, I think right. it was Charlemagne said, um, when Trump got elected, it might have been Chappelle, but I think it was Charlemagne said, when Trump got elected and brought the racists out, like it brought him out of the woodwork and then you knew who they were. And they said that was actually a bit of a positive thing. As, as negative as that presidency was, it was positive to see who these people were so that you could start avoiding them. You know, you could start being like, oh shit, I didn't know you felt that way. And it's very jarring when we get this from figures that we've grown up with, that we've loved. And all of a sudden, you know, Joey Badass has been saying some wild stuff, man. Like, you read Joey Badass's tweets, you're like, oh, I think you should have kept that one in the drafts, bro. I, I didn't need to know that you <laughs> felt that way. Not at this. Le- no, I'm not conflating the two. nowhere near the level of Kanye West. He,
1: he but... made some like free speech tweets, didn't he?
0: Yeah, but he I, got I smashed because you, didn't he didn't understand no. what he was saying. Like he was saying that, Fuck, you know. that like Twitter I mean, and Instagram. I sent it to you, didn't I? Yeah, he was saying that he was saying that Drink Champs sh- should have supported Kanye's right to free speech and everyone was like, No, bro, that's not how no, it works. It's that, it's not how it's done. It's not a federal Drink Champs no. is not a federal government organization. Like they don't have to support his right to free speech. They can do whatever they want and like he apologized and he was like, Oh yeah, I fucked up, I'm sorry. All right.
1: I found it I found I found the tweets because um but in respect to Joey Badass he doesn't delete tweets so no 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 he doesn't, doesn't. you got to oh. shout that out he he doesn't he doesn't so um yeah so I know support everything Kanye been saying and honestly been trying my best to ignore most of it brackets for my own peace of mind not brackets but centering his right to freedom of speech is whack asking him to come speak on your platform and then remove and blocking the ep- the content because you don't agree.
0: Yeah, so, no, you can't you know, say I was, that, Joey. I was, I was one
1: of uh, I was one of I think uh, few, um, but he didn't thread it, so I, I can't. I mean, uh,
0: on on a very yeah. basic level, yes, you're right. If you invite someone onto your platform and they say stuff that you don't necessarily agree with, and then you get rid of that stuff specifically, but keep other stuff, then yeah, that's that's some fuck shit. Yeah, and, yeah. But when yeah. when the thing that he's saying is so, it's already out there. We didn't need another episode of him saying it. And it's so damaging, it's so bigoted, it's so hateful, it's so disgusting. I mean, not just the anti-Semitic stuff, the stuff about George Floyd. Bro, that is... That's um, really dangerous. That rhetoric is so... That immediately should be cut from anywhere, anytime anyone posts anything like that. That is straight-up objective misinformation. That's a lie. So that needs to be
1: taken yeah, that's away. Anoth- that's another thing as well. Yeah. That's another that needs thing. to be... But that yeah, kind of evil- content...
0: It doesn't need a voice. It doesn't need to be said to anyone because that's how these conspiracy theory narratives yeah. start gathering pace and how people feel empowered to say horrible, horrible things about Black Lives Matter, about you know the all the whole movement, the whole thing. That how like no, 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 no. That and I think that's exactly where Nori and Nori did check him on that. He said that that was wrong and that's not what happened. But I think that is the moment when you say. Yeah, this interview's not going up, bro. This interview's not going up.
1: So, on that front, though, I'm just trying. I'm live. I'm live thinking here. So, um, bear with me. But you know, when it comes to the George Floyd stuff, that was complete. That's that's just misinformation. It's a lie. Right? And and it's, yeah, it's there. You go. It's boom, it's a lie, right? And that's the. I think that's the line people get tripped up on where they, they 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 think something like George Floyd and the information he was given the fentanyl shit, right? Which is misinformation, it's not true, da 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 right. When they um people take that misinformation and then they and then they take the rest of it and they they, they kind of um they kind of combine it in a way where this looks like and they, and they put it under the umbrella of you know, free speech and that, and that's. I feel like that's a very easy hurdle that people, a lot of people, have fallen over. Um, where, like you were saying, it's. I guess in some way, and like like you were talking about, you know, it's important for us to get this information. I feel like that's kind of been your overall point. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, when he was uh, with people hiding the Hitler shit, um, and enabling that in some way, right. Right. Those are wrongs done. Um, But those are not, that's not, those are, those are opinions, not trying to give information. Right. That's just two different things. Um, And I feel like people are trying to mash those together um, for their own, for their own purposes. And I feel like that's a good, I think that's a very good thing that we've kind of uh, split in half today um if if we've done anything good in this episode i feel like that's the best thing we've done uh, in this episode to just l- put a line of demarcation through that journalistically as well to say that obviously when people lie that's worth calling out and some viewpoints are just are just non-starters yep some viewpoints are just plain wrong and we can say and we can say that on public record that this thing is wrong and keep moving on, right? And that's kind of what I was—that's kind of what I was saying before with the Hitler shit, right? With with the with the hear 'em out crowd, right? It's you say it's wrong. You journalistically, you journalistically say that, or you can you know as as just a general opinion, you can say it's wrong, and keep it moving, right? And not tolerate that thought, right? But then there's people that constantly try and re reheat it. You know what I mean? Try and Make it into something. It's making it into something else, and we have to keep going round yeah. and round and round. this fucking rodeo, you know. Anti-Semitism overall, getting back to the overall point, uh, overall nature of, you know, why Kanye's been uh, blasted in so in so many directions. Right, that's just uh, that's just a again that's a that's a that's a roller coaster that keeps on moving and keeps on evolving. Where it's just like yes, duh don't be don't hate Jews like yeah. just stop making conspiracy theories about Jewish people right
0: yeah no and, I yeah no go no keep going sorry no
1: nah, no I can't, I kind can't of made my point um, I'm just I'm, I, funny enough I'm going around in circles so. <laughs> yeah
0: it's very interesting that people yeah. have uh, I don't know either. I think you're hundred percent right I mean I don't even think interviews like that need to come out I think if you do an interview with Kanye West and for four hours he just rambles on about stuff you can print A couple of his quotes and say this is what he said this is why we're not publishing it ever and you know if you want more information you're welcome to ask us we'll release clips and we can we can show it to you but we don't want this in the public forum because like I'm I'm glad I actually think as as chaotic as it was and how little planning went into it I'm glad that it happened the way it did I think it happened as and I'll say this, this is just my opinion I'm not saying that everyone else has to share this belief but I think it happened the best way it possibly could I think that everyone was super hyped for that interview everyone was like you know I, I didn't personally, I wasn't. I was like, I don't really care about this at all. I'm not interested yeah, in hearing it's like this. like a Carlson
1: interview is enough for me. I'm sorry.
0: Yeah, I was, was never going to watch it. But everyone was, was hyped. Gonna... Everyone was ready to hear Ye's perspective, right? And he yeah, came out really and much. completely obliterated himself. It was game over from that moment on. Adidas was gone. Balenciaga was going to be gone. Gap was going to be gone. Def Jam were going to come out and criticize him. Like It was going to happen as soon as that interview came out. And it had so many eyes on it. It had the hip hop world's eyes on it. It wasn't Tucker Carlson, it wasn't Andrew Tate, it wasn't, I don't know any of those other right wing nut jobs. I don't know anything about them, but it wasn't any of those people. So it was it was one of their own. It was Nori, you know? It was, it was a hip hop alumni legend. It was one of our own, you know? It's a guy who, his whole platform is about uplifting legends from the past, you know? He's had Ja Rule on like three times. I freaking love that, man, I love Ja Rule. To have Irv Gotti on there heaps of times. So for then Do Kanye that. to come out and say all that stuff and for it to be up for 12 hours or 24 hours or whatever, it gave everyone a chance yeah. to watch it and be like, oh, so this is what's been happening. Holy shit. All right, I'm done. Kanye is cooked. And then they just took it straight yep. down. And I think it worked out perfectly in the end. as As crazy as that whole chaotic thing was, We all got a perfect, unfiltered view of what Kanye's been saying. And we saw everyone in the hip-hop community just blasting it. No one, there was no nuance, no one. There were a couple of people, but like, you know, a couple of people out of, you know, millions of people just universally condemning it It doesn't mean anything. It doesn't matter. And it got taken down, doesn't exist anymore. And that's the end of Kanye. Like, I think it worked out well, but I wish we'd had that moment earlier. I wish we'd had that moment pre-Donda, bro. Like when he put Marilyn Manson and The Baby on there and that that writer from the independent gave it a 0 out of 10 and when I read that review, I think it was The independent and she's I think it was uh, she said or it might have been a he said um yeah that I can't listen to this album it's a straight up 0 for having The Baby and Marilyn Manson on it. And when I read that and agreed with that person, I was like, "Oh, okay, like I'm I really don't fuck with Kanye at all anymore." Like but I wish I'd known about all this before Donda, you know what I mean, like.
1: Yeah, and and people and people aren't people aren't built uh, to take zero sum uh, opinions like that. Sometimes you know, where it's just like if this person's on the album, I'm yeah. just not going to listen to it. Oh, people hammered yeah. hammered
0: that, that, you know. that writer. Yeah,
1: so and, and I feel like you're probably in the minority for that, um, for having that right, and uh, um, or maybe. Uh, there are people that won't bump the song but will bump the rest of the album and just take that song out of the queue yeah right there's probably that those people that you know compromise so to speak um and they're not they're completely wedded to the song specifically
0: I think if you include um, but, just just on that point if you I agree with you fully and I was one of those people I just didn't listen to that song I listened to the rest of the album but if I had known that Kanye was saying right. these things, then yeah. in addition to that then that's it. That's game over. Like you know what path he's on right now, and it's not a path I want to be on. So I'm gonna walk a different path from you. I'm not gonna engage with you anymore.
1: Yeah, and um, you know when you're talking, uh, my last point, I'll I'll make in a minor response to what you find what you said as a final point. Um, honestly, it kind of makes me sad uh, to think about uh, the. It, it, I don't know how this narrative is going to um how it's going to mature a year 10 years 20 years on from now um but if the overriding line for all this is that nori you know killed uh, killed Kanye's career so to speak or had a major hand in it that's going to make me sad that's making me um, super to think... sad that's just <laughs> yeah. not factual that, that's, yeah it, that's that's going to make me sad to think about um because i am um, personally uh i i personally get very disappointed um when people of a certain community or uh in this case quote unquote the culture right um you know tearing each other down stuff like that i'm not you know that's not my stes that's not' I'm, I'm never here for that kind of thing unless this ain't any smirk and wild shit and any black shit, right? Um, that's my that's my cutoff, right? If you if you're talking about that, if you're if you're giving me messaging um that uh I just feel is damaging um to a wide populace, um I'm just I'm I'm gonna say I'm gonna say my opinion on it and I'm gonna keep it moving like I have done with Kanye. I'm just gonna not fuck with him anymore, right? And I have been for years and you know, for, for a few years now. Um, but it's kind of, it's, it's kind of sad that that was what had to happen. Um, the fact that it had to have it took more than one interview to do so. Um, the fact that it wasn't done this all of this exodus of, uh, of 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 Kanye as a public figure um wasn't done earlier for my taste. Yep. Obviously my taste and not everybody's taste. I agree with you. It's my taste because it wasn't done early enough in my taste and was and people weren't checking him. I'm not saying you know, I'm not saying JP Morgan and all of the, well well uh, actually no fuck it, I am saying it. You know, I feel like people should have been baiting on him for the anti black shit. That's just me. Okay? And that severely disappoints me um on him on him and also as a general community hip hop uh capitalistic te- uh, tendencies and all i just feel that disappoint that disappoints the fuck out of me um so you know and, and it's just one of those things where um it's uh, better late than never i guess but i do feel like the overriding lesson that i want to give or the overriding uh moral i want to give to all of this is that we need we need to just have this uh, we need to grow uh, some accountability for uh, for for people that we enjoy, and also stop living these parasocial relationships, please. I beg you, I fucking beg you. These people do not know you. Even this, even, hey, even Kanye this knows kind of me. just makes me. Kanye
0: knows me. He's <laughs> retweeted me, bro. He knows me.
1: I. Uh,
0: it's the flex, the sneaky...
1: headline. Ball. Ben uh, Ben is friends with Kanye. <laughs> hey, Joe, just relax. There, it's a strong word, friend. <laughs> <laughs> ben has contacted Kanye West recently. Recent months, um, he's been in contact. Uh, um, so yeah, take t- take that where you want. Um, <laughs> feel free, guys, F- throw throw whatever, you, throw whatever tomatoes you want at Ben. Boo, <laughs> boo. Um, but yeah, I just feel we as a collective broaden that or um, shorten or, or or shrink that as much as you want. Um, but I'm just going to say the collective for the sake of time. We need to collectively hold people that we, that we respect. I'll say that as a general word that we respect, whether it be artistically, um, whether it be on their thoughts um, on certain things, whether it be on how, how they act in, in other ways, Regardless of that, we need to hold people accountable to that. Uh, to to just general dumb shit, like call it out. Dumb shit, anti-blackness, wrong. Cut him off. A at least, at least provide the threat. Nobody provided even the threat to cut him off on that front. And and you know, there comes a conversation about power and how much power someone has. Right? We can get into that, but we won't. Um, but obviously, that's a factor. But regardless of that, you, you don't know him. No, I'm not talking to you, Ben, because you clearly you know him. I do know um, him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ben's squad, but the rest of you and me, we don't fucking know him, right? I love his music from College Dropout to when Some of Pablo. Down. And past that, not really into it, right? That's just me. And I go from and I'll go from there. I'll, ask, I'll answer the question I gave you. I'll probably listen to some of his old shit. Maybe I I haven't really listened to Kanye in recent years and overall. But there's some tunes that I kind of want to you know spin now and again. Um, but you know that might be that might be what I'll do in the future. And you guys are free to spin whatever you want. Don't care about that to be honest. Um, oh, I kind of want to get into that side note about Spotify threatening to. Cut His music off when Charles Manson shit that was on there. stupid. Like, that was yeah. so that's dumb. That's not, that's not, Don't yeah, that's get, just you not can't even, get rid of his music, bro. Non star, non star, it's not even a thing. okay. Non star, R. Kelly shit is still on there. Non star, yeah. Well.
0: Ignition yeah, remix also, still okay. pops up every now and then. And I, I'm getting closer <laughs> and closer to not hitting skip on that. I'm like,
1: oh, ooh, I like this song ooh, so much, man. Fuck it's been fucking... oh, <sighs> oh, years, but that's it's just stupid. such a banger. Like, oh, god damn, why, 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 anyway. So, yeah. As an overriding lesson, I wanna part on people. I just want people to A, just stop being so fucking tired into people, right? There's people that I love that disappointed me in life. Um, but again, I don't fucking know them, so get over it, right? And just need to do that quicker. Um, I feel like it's taken a long time long time for people to do that. Um, but yeah. Just need to start holding people accountable. Um for 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 the actions that they put on for the for they for the actions they put on themselves okay an overriding message to that so yeah i'll um, just yeah
0: i'll just say one like two more points a lot of people were criticizing me for saying that i was still going to include Kanye in statistics i don't know what to say that's a non-starter guys it's an objective statistical <laughs> account like i have to do oh, we it. know why now <laughs> yeah yeah see Squad. sneaky sneaky uh, I don't. I don't even understand how this was a conversation that I had to have with people. Um, but if Kanye West is in a statistic, I can't not include him because the statistic will be false. It will be fake. It would be incorrect. It would be not objective. So, and I can't. I can't just not post statistics that involve Kanye West because he is ubiquitous. He has been fucking everywhere. I mean, even today, I tweeted out the. Zach O'Malley Greenberg's uh, hip hop wealth list. Kanye was third. I can't not include Kanye. He, he's just there. Um, and that goes on to another point. Like, I'm glad that Kanye's copying it now. Like, finally, people are canceling him. Finally, people are, are just like, I'm done. But to Charlie's point, Charlie was off when he said the slavery thing. And I was starting to go off the way that he was talking about Kim and the way he was talking about his family and the way he was weaponizing his followers and his fan base against the mother of his children and against the new person that she decided to date, the way he treated Kid Cuddy. Like all of these things, I find it so fascinating that it took so much, so, so much fuck shit for us to finally get to this point because that's when I started being like, oh, okay, I don't know if I'm comfortable supporting this man at all anymore. Like this is not acceptable behavior yeah it took all this function and it's something i need to think about myself personally as well you know a lot of people say to me why do you not post tory lanes but you post xxx or why do you not post tory lanes but you post all these other yeah. artists and that's a great point yeah. and it it's a difficult thing to do like once you start taking an ethical stand against something then you start having to question well should i be including this person should i have been including this person and you know, again, these are conversations that I think everyone should be having with themselves that are ever evolving. And every time new information comes up, like what's happening with Kanye, to me, the the takeaway that I'm doing now is I probably should have taken a stand three, four years ago, two, three years ago when Kanye, because the stuff with the slavery was a choice and the stuff around Kim, that stuff really affected me in a big way. But the the conversation, the greater conversation was in completely, it wasn't really talking about this. Like people weren't talking about canceling Kanye over that. They were just saying like, well, Kanye's wild. He's saying some wild stuff. So I was being personally affected by the fact that the wider conversation was not canceling Kanye, if that makes sense. I was being swept up in, well, if I take a stand here, people are going to criticize me. And I wasn't being very brave at all. And I was probably not being true to my own values in that. So the fact that this has happened now and I'm all of a sudden so easily on the side of, yeah, let's cancel Kanye. And then I'm thinking back like I and, and Charlie saying he was kind of over him, you know, way, way before, like 2016, 2017. That's when I started to have my own doubts and misgivings, but I continue to support him. Uh, it means I need to think a lot deeper about uh, how I interacted with all that stuff, interacted with the stuff around Kim, interacted with the stuff around the anti-blackness. Um, yeah, I need to think about that a lot more. But yeah, man, I, I don't know what else to say. There's no real nuance in in what's happened lately. It's this it's a strong yeah. swipe left. It's a strong cancellation. <laughs> this one.
1: Yeah, and you know, just to say, I'm not obviously, you know, the I don't know moral arbiter of everything. Anything, You're not. But, um, yeah, I'm not. Okay. But I'll make the argument for why of course. <laughs> I was closer than most, right? In terms of in terms of like doing Charlie it at the perfect time. Charlie was on I'll it. make the I'll make the argument, right? And if I that will can back Charlie you, on that's... this
0: because he has been shitting on Kanye for four fucking years, bro. Like he is not a Kanye <laughs> West like, fan. Like he is again, absolute. Bro. It is Kanye and Lil Wayne for for Charlie's has been firm nose (laughs) like a a roller door shut down every time i bring either of them up and then i respect that man you've always you've you've never deviated charlie doesn't deviate when he when he feels a certain way unless new information comes in he doesn't i appreciate that i appreciate that
1: much love appreciate it i respect you just for you know just for even committing to evolving because i feel like you know a lot of people can be very Egotistical with it. I'm surprised we haven't said that word in this whole episode. That's crazy. Um, yeah. You know, they can be very, very egotistical with their own opinion and just uh, not giving themselves the space to be, uh, to 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 you know, to grow basically, and to say like, you know what, I was wrong. I yeah, should've done this wrong. earlier. That's my beat. Right? Be That's my bet. Um, yeah. Anyway. All right. Let's line it up uh i don't out.
0: really i don't really have anything well i mean we can't we're not gonna lie it's not a lighter note but that offside is bullshit bro that was not offside <laughs> the fuck was that okay so hey, so man, context at least, you, at least you
1: didn't get at least you didn't get butt fucked by brighton bro fuck it bro that was crazy oh did you lose i didn't see uh oh did you not sing okay yeah yeah this it was, it was great i was i didn't even watch the game i think i was out at the time and i was just like what <laughs> i was like what the fuck Chelsea are annoying, but anyway, yeah, no, that that was that was funny. I texted Ben, yeah, uh, I mean, like hours, hours before hours before you watched the Tottenham game. And I was like, Have you seen the Tottenham game yet? Was and Champions that's why League I game, fucking
0: knew. Way. I knew. So I was at work, right? I
1: was. I with... was gonna say like one word. I was gonna say no. I, I, was, saying, I was gonna say it was eventful. And it didn't last, matter. You didn't need to say that. I even Mentioned it. You didn't
0: need to say that because like I, I I was working all day, right? And I got home and or i said
1: if, if tottenham has done really good or really exactly
0: bad. <laughs> so we're watching the game right and it's one all and it's kind of looking like it's going to fizzle out and there's like 30 seconds left and i said to dad charlie texted me something <laughs> has to happen and dad's just like nothing's gonna but happen the whole
1: game was kind of eventful right it was, it was eventful but it
0: wasn't it wasn't charlie eventful it wasn't like <laughs> I knew that something wild was gonna happen. <laughs> I kept saying to dad, "We'll score, or some wild shit will happen," because there's no way Charlie would have texted me, <laughs> and it fucking happened. Oh, so and I'm right. like, "Oh, fucking that's Charlie!"
1: So right. Prophecy.
0: <laughs> yeah, you knew it, bro.
1: Trust me, Dad. Something's gonna happen. I, <laughs> I literally, I might have in said, bones. I might have said, said those left, words verbatim.
0: I might have been like, "Trust me, trust me. Something will happen." Charlie said, like. Yeah, Charlie, Charlie, out here oh. spoiling games. So, so
1: when me. you so when you saw so when you saw the goal, like were you were you were you like nah, this can't be it or like I what, mean what, 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 these
0: you, days you, with VAR these days VAR, you know, like you you, you celebrate, but you know there's some fuck shit might <laughs> go on at some point seven minutes ago in in build up play, and oh that we saw it. And my dad was so adamant; he was just like, "Royale Emerson's offside." He's like. Emerson, because they weren't replaying it they didn't replay it they just were showing the crowd and i said dad i promise right. you emerson is not offside i said they're saying kane's offside and dad's like well kane's not offside so it has to be emerson and then when the the lines came up and i said he was still adamant he's like no no, no it's emerson i'm like dad that's kane that's not emerson and he just he went nuclear he lost his shit and <laughs> We're just watching it, and I paused it. I even paused it and went up to the big screen and, like, looked at the lines. I'm like, this doesn't make sense. So, oh, yeah, no, man, we...
1: not the pause. Oh, we paused oh, it, bro. Hell. We did, it did, did the full-on, like, fucking analysis breakdown. It's like fucking Jamie do and I thought it was like, boom, the pause it here. Look. It was circles.
0: How could it be offside if dance. it's come off the other bloke? Like, fucking hell, bro. <laughs> oh, shit. That was
1: nah. so funny. It was a that debacle. Was so that was that was a, that was a terrible decision. At least, season. at least, at least you weren't an Atletico Madrid fan. Yeah, I didn't that, see what happened to crazy. that. What ha- what was what happened in that? Um, so they so it was like a draw, and I think like the game ended, but then VAR came in because something happened like at the dying moments. So the clock was going on for like eight minutes, and the ref watched it, gave Atletico a penalty. And if they score, I think they go through and if they didn't they're out. So penalty taken, saved, uh another kick saved, and then or or like a no 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 another another header, like a just a, a deflection header, hit the bar and then another shot just skyward and then it was like they were out after like after like eight minutes oh, of just wondering what happened and then everyone's like, Yes, penalty, da, da, da and then they missed he it. Missed it. Agonising, agonising brother. Who missed it? missed it. Agonising, brother. Yeah, uh, yeah. Whoever missed that, fuck. Uh, Spanish. I don't even know if Spanish. Me. The Spanish. I wonder if Spanish sports media, uh, football media, just like, just fucking uh, go off on Madrid or Barcelona, and then everyone else is just like regular journalism. <laughs> yeah, I wonder. Because they go, they go nuclear on uh, Barcelona Barcelona, Real Madrid, especially. But I'd wonder if like they'll go nuclear on a. Uh, or if they have gone nuclear on uh, Atletico Madrid, because Atletico, you know, they're not a bad team on paper. Like, you know, yeah, great side on, on paper. Side, so. Yeah, yeah, good side on paper. Uh, great FIFA team right there. But yeah, um, that was. I mean, that's a light note we're on about, bro. That was very light. Now we did well. Weird.
0: We did well. I was. It was just dark because it, it hurt. You know, it hurt me a lot. That's
1: great. <laughs> thank, thank you, Ben, for uh, for for providing uh, light entertainment uh, Comic of your relief. <laughs> <laughs> and on that note, ladies and gentlemen, we leave it there. Um, keep the conversation going, guys. If you, because uh, we've we've said a lot of stuff in uh, this episode, and uh, um, might have I don't know. Might have, I'm going to listen back to this. Uh, there's going to be uh, might be some trip up soon, nice. But um, a lot of it was, you know live thought even though we've been mulling over it for the past couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. Um but yeah let us know what you feel about it. Um, I feel like there's some you know just some good good conversation to be have, some good dialogue. So uh, if you want to keep the conversation going, let us know. Um but yeah, with that said, ladies and gentlemen, for another fifth end podcast network. this has been Digging Digits. Hope you've enjoyed this episode. I would Charlie Taylor of the Fifth Element. I've been Ben Carter for numbers. How hilarious would it have been if uh, this was episode one eighty seven and not one eighty six. Murdering oh, Kanye's career. Um.
0: Oh yeah, one
1: eight seven. Because <laughs> it's one eight seven. I hope you have a good One eight seven. I uh, hope you have a good week. We should always try and do the same. But until the next time, take it easy, ladies and gentlemen. All right, peace. Digging In Digits is produced by me and Ben Carter. The show is edited by me. Music for the show is piece of video games by bonus points. Thanks a chill music for the ability to use. Socials for the firmament. Headed by by numbers, bonus points and chill music will be in the full show notes as well as names of projects reviewed wherever you're listening. This has been a fifth in podcasting production. Thanks for spending time with us. We'll see you next time Digging In the Digits.